Greetings, patriots. This is Perry Green with God in America. Today's lesson is entitled Godless Socialism. The Nazi Party of Germany was their National Socialist Party. The people of Germany willingly gave up their unalienable rights for a little security from the Nazis. Power rested in the hands of an elite few and especially of one Adolf Hitler. Is it just me, or do you find it somewhat ironic that a Jewish American like Bernie Sanders wants to be a national socialist after all the Jewish people suffered? The controlling Nazi powers convinced the Germans to do or at least allow incredible atrocities. Millions of innocent people were oppressed and exterminated at their hands, both Jews and non-Jews. By the time the German population began to wake up to the realities of national socialism, it was too late to change it. The evil was so entrenched that it had to take the hand of God to remove it. You may recall the Nuremberg trials where officials of the Nazi party were arrested and put on trial for killing millions of Jews and others in the Holocaust. At the Nuremberg trials of 1945 and 46, on full display was the socialist idea that rights come from the group and not from God. Nazi officials defended their actions by explaining they were only following laws agreed upon by the people of the German state. Insight into the perpetrator's mindset was provided by Nazi General Hans Frank, who carried out orders to plunder Poland and commit mass murder of millions of Poles and Jews in their death camps. At his trial, August 31, 1945, Frank was remorseful as he described the false justification for his acts and the slippery slope of socialist thought. He said, At the beginning of our way, we did not suspect that our turning away from God could have such disastrous, deadly consequences, and that we would necessarily become more and more deeply involved in guilt. At that time, we could not have known that so much loyalty and willingness to sacrifice on the part of the German people could have been so badly directed by us. Thus, by turning away from God, we were overthrown and had to perish. Frank continued, Before all, God pronounced and executed judgment on Hitler and the system which we served with minds far from God. We call upon the German people to return from this road which, according to the law and justice of God, had to lead us and our system into disaster and which would lead everyone into disaster who tries to walk on it everywhere in the whole world. That passage came from a book by Bill Federer on socialism, the real history from Plato to the present. Did you notice that Frank said they had left God? and that God pronounced and executed judgment on Hitler and the Nazi system. Socialism and communism are atheistic forms of government and deviate from God's ways. They become a God dictating who lives and who dies, who has rights and who doesn't. Socialism leads to communism. Someone said that communism is socialism with a gun. Have you ever wondered why our anti-American politicians want to collect your firearms and destroy our Second Amendment? It's because they want the weapons and don't want you to have the ability to defend yourself in your unalienable right. Look again at Australia. Those poor folks are shut down in their houses and carried off to concentration camps or what they say wellness camps. They have no ability to defend themselves because the socialists have taken their weapons. Our founders and framers understood the need to defend our homes from oppressive government and built that self-defense into the Constitution. They lived it under the tyrannical King George. 
We desperately need God in America. We're in many ways following the same path of others who forgot him. What was their end result? According to Hans Frank, it was divine justice. By the way, just before his execution as a war criminal, a Roman Catholic priest taught him the gospel. He repented of his atrocities. We'll leave eternal judgment up to God, but even though he converted to a form of Christianity, he still had to pay for his actions. I want you to think about Deuteronomy 8, verses 11 through 20, and I'm only going to read a few verses from that passage. But starting at verse 11, take care lest you forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments and his rules and statutes, which I command you today, lest when you have eaten and are full and have built good houses and live in them, when your herds and flocks multiply, your silver and gold is multiplied, all you have is multiplied, then your heart be lifted up and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery." Verse 17, beware lest you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hands have gotten me this wealth. Verse 19 and 20, and if you forget the Lord your God and go after other gods and serve them and worship them, I solemnly warn you today that you shall surely perish like the nations that the Lord makes to perish before you. It happened to Israel. It happened to Germany. It happened to other nations who forgot God. Do you think for a moment it won't happen to America? So what do we do? God gives us the answer in Deuteronomy 11, verses 18 to 21. He said, You shall therefore lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul, and you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall teach them to your children, talking of them when you're sitting in your house, when you're walking by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates, that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers to give them as long as the heavens are above the earth. God and his words should saturate our lives. We should be able to say as Jesus did in Matthew 4 and Luke 4, it is written in order to follow the will of God and avoid the many temptations we face. We don't want our children and grandchildren living under a disastrous form of government like socialism or communism. These only bring pain and suffering for citizens. We need to know God, and we need to pass that knowledge on to our descendants. He's the source of life, John 10, 10. He is the source of liberty, Galatians 5, 1. And he is the source of the pursuit of happiness, Matthew 5, verses 1 through 12. So as we close, I want to encourage you to keep the light of freedom burning.